Welcome to Coach Aria's podcast, Coach to Lead. How do you show up in the world? Is how you show up in the world how you want to show up in the world? Hi, I'm Magda Wozak, Coach Aria's CEO. Those are the questions that we tackled in our recent Business of Coaching webinar on personal branding and image. The following podcast is a recording of that webinar. Our guest was Pallavi Patkonkar, an image and brand consultant and an expert in this field. Unfortunately, we had some technical difficulties at the beginning of the session, so we will jump into the topic rather awkwardly. Sorry about that. A video version is also available on our YouTube channel, and you will find a link to that in the episode notes. Alrighty, here's today's episode. Today we are talking about building your personal brand and personal image. So, um, you know, this is applicable, obviously, if you're a coach and you're trying to get new clients, but it's also applicable if you are a manager of a team. Um, frankly, it's applicable if you are a human, because it's all about how do you show up in the world and yeah. is how you show up in the world congruent with how you want to show up in the world. So, um, Today's session, I think, will be super useful to a whole slew of people. Um, so without further ado, I wanted to welcome our expert and speaker for today, Pallavi, who is Hello. connected to us. Hello. Through her husband, Hi. who trained with us as a coach. So she's part of our Coach Aria community. Yes. Welcome, Pallavi. It's good to have you here. Thanks so much, Magda. It is so wonderful to be connected. Personal branding is something that tells a story. It's your story. It's uh, it's something that you believe in, and it's something that you live completely. So, um, typically in personal branding, it's where your inner and outer self uh, are in absolute sync with each other, and they create a resonance, something uh, that is felt by people. Okay, you call it vibes. You call it your presence. Uh, and in the simplest words, you know, it's it's basically the impression that you leave on others' hearts. It's what people feel in your presence, and I think that is that is simply put, what is known as personal branding. Uh, obviously, it's an ongoing process, so something that we keep, uh, you know, building on, uh, and it, and and we keep working on it. Uh, but uh, it's, it's something that gives us absolute joy as we work on our personal brand. So why is personal branding important, do you think? Uh, okay, so let me put it this way. Uh, in, in the world today, uh, if, if I don't do it, others will. I'll, I'll give you an example. So which means that uh, whether we like it or we don't, we all of us carry a personal brand, right? Now, uh, either it's a decision I have to take. Either I take the responsibility and ownership of creating my own personal brand, or I leave it to the world to create it. Now, if I leave it to the world, maybe the world is not so kind to create something that I like to have. So it's better that I have my own personal brand. Now I'll give you an example. I was working with one of um, a pharma giant uh, and with also with a top leadership. And you know, the challenge was that, um, you know, they were excellent in their skills and content and you know, that was never a question. But when they went on to the world map, uh, somewhere they could not make their presence felt. So, uh, so when we started with the workshop and we started doing uh, work on this, um, we, we probed further and then we realized we, they and I had a similar background, which was that we all came from middle class families and for us, the only focus was education, you know, so education, a hobby or sports, that, that's where we all revolved. So we really did not care about uh, creating a presence. Okay. Now, uh, for us, it was, uh, this, this was sufficient, but when we go out in the world, that is something which is also called as presence. 
Now, that is something where we lack. Now, if I don't create it, if I don't take the onus of creating my own personal brand, uh, then somewhere people start creating their own impressions. And uh, you know that impressions are created absolutely in a few seconds. Then why not take the responsibility of creating my own brand? Because in that way, I will at least be able to decide what I want my personal brand to be. So, you know, I always like this, Magna. I always like to call it an emotional account that I have with people. You know, we all have financial accounts. This is an emotional account. And it is the more I have it, the more trust and credibility I build with people. I like that. <laughs> so it's, so it's, it's, it is about, yeah, control. Who you, yeah. who you want, what do you want the world to see you as? Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah. Um, so that makes me think about uh, the, the congruence, I suppose, the authenticity um, you know, versus, of how you show up yeah. in the world versus how you want to show up in the world. Um, is yes. that something that is addressed as part of the personal branding process? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So um, as we were chatting before this yeah. call, you were talking about that there are kind of very core hygiene steps that you take when yeah. you're looking at this process yeah. of personal branding. So why don't we yeah. start off with explaining that? Oh, yes, yes. So they are interesting rules. Of course, personal branding is nothing. Uh, it's no rocket science. These are simple things that we uh, do, uh, we are aware of, but it's just that at times we have not applied it to ourselves. And as you rightly said, it's, it's for everyone. It's a life skill. Uh, you know, these are little things that will only help us in the long run, no matter what position, no matter where we are. So um, a few rules that I would like to share with all of you. Uh, the first one, since it is my story, uh, I need to be brutally honest. So, um, hello? Yes, yes, I'm, I'm here, I'm listening. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. So uh, I need to be honest first with myself because I need to um, show myself the mirror first uh, in whenever I start with the process of personal branding. Now, the second rule is um, I have also to enjoy the entire process uh, because it's a process of self-discovery. There's nothing right or wrong about it. It's just that I need to completely be in the moment and I have to enjoy that entire process of self-discovery. Uh, yeah. The third one is gratitude. I need to accept myself the way I am. Uh, there is no competition here. So my personal brand is definitely not compared on any scale with anyone else. It's just me. And I have to be the best version of myself. So obviously there has to be gratitude on the kind of person I am. I am unique in this world. And so uh, it, it just helps me to, you know, be in sync with my core. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the other one is pride. Uh, of course, I take absolute pride uh, in the person that uh, I would like to be and I am because that reflects somewhere as a very strong persona. And uh, last but not the least is authenticity because that's the core of a personal brand. That's a key you can see. The reason is that... Uh, if I'm not authentic, you know, if I'm not authentic, any child would understand that I would, you know, I'm faking it. And that mm. really does not work. So uh, authenticity is absolutely the key. Now, when I say we have to build a personal brand, uh, it's not basically that I'm blowing my trumpet. It's just that I have, I'm doing things which are subtle and elegant, but yet they're consistently done over a period of time, which is noticed by people. Mm. So it sounds, um, it's, it's, it's like an exercise in building self-confidence almost, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I, I think I Hello. can sustain the video. Yeah, yeah. Hi. <laughs> no, welcome back. Good to see you. Um, yeah, those yeah. are, those, yeah, those rules that you were talking, it just sounds to me like, uh, yes, it's important how you present yourself in the world, but it's, it's, it's an exercise of self-awareness and, um, and confidence and being, 
in your own skin, I suppose. Absolutely. Um, that's very cool. Um, so specifically to our audience, since we are talking to coaches and to small business owners, um, can you talk about the impact um, or the importance of personal branding uh, to this kind of audience? Yeah, okay. So um, the first thing when it comes to a personal brand, when it comes to a personal brand is um, I need to, I, I definitely need to uh, be myself. That's first thing. So uh, whenever I'm embarking on the uh, process of a personal branding, the first exercise that I do is knowing myself. Uh, as coaches, as leaders, uh, whosoever, whichever field we belong in, uh, I the, the reason I need to know myself is because I'm going to establish trust in the person that I'm going to deal with. The, the person who's dealing with me has to feel comfortable in my presence. Now I can do that only when I know myself inside out. And that's the reason whenever we start with personal branding, the first exercise we do is knowing yourself. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's something that I, you know, we can actually do as a team here uh, is uh, that's a few questions that I would leave with you food for thought. And you can actually go and try them out. Because uh, once I know this and once I'm comfortable with myself is when I make the other person uh, feel comfortable in my presence. And I think that's very important, whether I'm a leader or a coach, because uh, if a person has to come to me and open up uh, and let in into his deepest challenges or fears, he would only do it when I'm first comfortable with myself and I make him do that. Yeah. So. Mm. Um, Let's, let's go into how do I get into the process of knowing myself. Okay. Uh, a few questions then. Uh, so what are, when, I, when I'm uh, introspecting, I need to spend some time with myself. So, uh, I, and it's not a one day thing. It's, it's a process that probably would go on for a week or 15 days. Know, where you actually think about what do you want your personal brand to be based on. So a few questions that go with this are what are your core beliefs? What are your values that you would want to build your personal brand on? Now, how do I actually know what are my values or beliefs? So simplest thing here is um, through the experiences that I've had or through the feedback that people would have given me, uh, or uh, the joy and happiness that I get when I do certain things, I know what my core values and beliefs are, you know, and that is, that's the starting point for my personal brand. Okay. Um, the other thing is, what am I, is it a cause that I am passionate about or, you know, what is my hobby that I follow every consistently? Uh, the other thing is, what are my personality characteristics? What is my USP? What are the basic skills, you know, go-to skills that people come to me very often for? You know, all these uh, form a part of your knowing yourself process. Now, uh, I would just like to share with you is uh, I spent about you know, a month defining and redefining my value words. So in the end, if you are able to come across a few value words, it will be really good to start a personal brand with. So I'll share with you my value words that I, you know, I found for myself. Uh, they are empathy, integrity, and passion. So now what happens with these value words? It's, it's, uh, those are those words that I feel uh, define me completely. No, those are the words that I know I swear by. They are non-negotiable and that is something. So they become pillars of my personal brand. Everything that I do, I realize that at least one of the pillars I am going to represent in every action, in every behavior that I do as far as I'm concerned. So the first process of knowing yourself involves how do you find out your uh, pillars what are your core words that you find out for and if you are able to do that then i think it's a good start and um so when you're working with people are there particular exercises that you do with them um to get yes. to these 
three, five, whatever value words? Yeah. Yeah. So what we do is basically a kind of a mind map. Um, uh, You are in the center of the mind map. And then you start discovering yourself with, uh, so there are value words. Yes, I may share that with you. You you can share it with others as well. Uh, So uh, they're basically adjectives, basically words you find uh, and you kind of think of, think about those words do they resu- do they do they represent you you know do you mm-hmm. live for them do so when i talk about say pallavi uh, these are the three words that completely define me now whether i am heading marketing or i am heading hr or i am facilitating or i am cooking i live by at least one of them mm-hmm. so that's how i have found so in a mind map you basically first uh, go ahead with knowing yourself uh, with a set of words that will help you define yourself. That's a good start for a personal brand. The next you go is define your hobbies because as a person, you are a versatile person. You're not just you and your work. Mm. So I need to be someone who is uh, versatile in, in different aspects of life. And that is the reason which will add on to my personal brand. Yeah. The, the third thing is if there are any um, uh, go to skills now, maybe that I'm a problem solver and I would want, you know, through all my experiences, I have been a very creative person when it came to problem solving. Mm-hmm. Now that that is my go to skill. So whenever there is a recall value to be done and if there is a challenge area, I should be the first on your recall list as a problem solver. Okay. That's my go-to skill. Now, that's something that I would be able to identify myself and also from the feedback that I get from others. So I, I like that. So it's looking at the whole person, um, which makes sense, right? Because when we're presenting ourselves potential clients, we're not just presenting. Yes. It, it's hard to, I guess, compartmentalize life. Of course, there is, I'm sure for me, um, yeah. Maybe not the professional Magda. I think I'm, I'm pretty much, it is what it is. <laughs> I'm pretty consistent, I think. But people have a... Pres- yeah, yeah. There's a personal side to everyone versus um, just professional side, but it's it's hard to just completely separate them. I mean, we are a complete person and our clients you know, see that. absolutely right when you say this because my when I talk about a personal brand, it is not the professional side. It is both the professional and personal side put together. Because I cannot be different in my professional life. I cannot be different in my personal one. I have to be the same. And that is where my pillars are going to help me. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if patience is my value word, then I cannot just be patient with my boss. I have also (laughs) to be patient with my spouse. So that's, you know, that's where it is being authentic. And as I said, authenticity is the key. I like that. Okay, so authenticity yeah. and knowing yourself. Um, yeah. Great. Yeah. The and next uh, one, I think, was uh, self-limiting beliefs. Absolutely. And uh, I think uh, self-limiting beliefs, all of us, we have them. Uh, it's, a, it's a good idea and a good exercise uh, that we take a pen and paper, sit down and write down our self-limiting beliefs. Very, very honestly. Okay, because uh, they kind of uh, are a hindrance uh, when we embark on our personal branding session. Now, I'll give you uh, my personal example. Uh, I, I have a flat nose and my paternal side has you know, very sharp noses. Now, it's a simple thing, but yes, it mattered to me. Uh, all through my teenage, I, all I did was bother about my flat nose uh, as though it was a national emergency. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, uh, till a point of time where my mother had to intervene and drill some sense in, in my head. Now, um, uh, I, I even went into worst case scenario where I would actually put those uh, clips on my nose to make it straight. So it was that bad. Now, these are, there are certain self-limiting beliefs that uh, kind of hamper in your route. So uh, all I have to do is write them down on paper and evaluate them. You know, are they relevant? Do they make sense? Really, do they matter now? Or have I just carried my baggage all along, you know, which is of no use right now. So um, 
self-limiting beliefs is something that uh, we have to address. There's another self-limiting belief that I had was that, uh, you know, knowledge was everything. Education was everything. And then I don't have to really present myself. Uh, I don't care about how I look to the world because I am what I am. Mm. Now, um, there is always an either or in this. You know, we have to find the and. And the and here is that I can be knowledgeable and I can present to the world the best version of myself. They just go mm -hmm. hand in hand like lock and key. So it's the cake, which is the knowledge and skill part. And the icing on the cake is how you present to the world. So again, that was a self-limiting belief, a myth that I had to break. Uh, before I, when, when, when I, you know, embarked on this journey. So it's always a good idea to check uh, your self-limiting beliefs, to evaluate them uh, and to erase them so that our journey ahead becomes easy. So Debbie asked a question that I was going to ask too. Um, how do you recognize those self-limiting beliefs? How, yeah, how do you figure out what yours are? Uh, so, uh, you know, something that you have to, so for me, uh, it was a struggle, you know, it, 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 it kind of drained me of my energies because there was a conflict in my thoughts uh, when it came to education versus grooming. So I used to spend a lot of time debating with myself, you know, this is, this is right. And I, ha it has to be like that. Uh, it's, it's a waste. It was a waste of my energy. So whenever I get into the process, so when I do my pillars, uh, when I do my value words, um, I have to actually look back into my life to see, are there any, um, you know, some complexes that I carry or, you know, there are certain hurdles that I carry. So uh, at times I was a very skinny child as well when I, when I was in my teenage and I used to be uh, told, okay, so we can count your ribs. You know, so uh, that that's something that is that I carry as a I carry it as a burden, which is not required when when you grow up. Those are things of the past. So anything of the past which is bothering you or you've been carrying it is something that only you will know because it's your story, because you've lived through it, because it has caused you pain. Now, all this I need to keep aside and keep them behind when I have to go ahead. Okay, so it sounds like that, that too is a process. I mean, I'm sure that all of us can sit down and think of a few things that, things that always yeah. bother me, things I don't like about myself, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure that it's something that takes time to also figure out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and in hand in hand in this, to the, to the self-limiting belief is an exercise which I would truly recommend to one and all. Age is not a consideration at all here. Stand in front of the mirror and appreciate yourself, you know, and that too loudly. Mm. So that's an exercise. Uh, it may seem ridiculous to start with, or it may seem funny. Uh, let it be because uh, when I start appreciating myself, it's the positivity that I start feeling in within me. And it helps a lot in developing my persona. Uh, it has helped me personally. I've been doing that for the past five years. Uh, every day when I stand in front of the mirror, uh, it's the sweetest smile that I greet, greet. And it's one positive thing about my persona that I tell myself aloud. Okay, this is what I am. You know, this is what I really like about myself. And you'll, you know, it's, it's amazing how the day goes. It's amazing how you feel that within yourself and you transmit it to the world. So that's, that's, that's a tough one, I think, for, I, I won't speak for others, but even for myself, as you're saying that, I, I had to take a deep breath because I'm like, <laughs> I'm just thinking of standing in front of a mirror in the morning and, yeah. you know, with messy hair and <laughs> probably well, both she's on my face and, oh my goodness. <laughs> and it's then scary. the first thing you see is I have got wonderful hair. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good tip. I'll start there. But that's, that's scary, right? And, um, but, but it's a good exercise. It's, I think it all goes back to the first thing you talked about, knowing yourself. I feel like, well, I'll, I'll have you keep going through your you know, components, but it feels like it all comes back to the same thing. The more you yes. know yourself, the more you can develop your personal brand and actually live up, live up yes. to your personal brand. Correct. And the more I know myself, the more I accept myself, the more I'm comfortable with myself is the more authentic I I am as the person, you know, and that, that.
And the more, um, again, going back to kind of what we do, um, yeah. leadership and coaches, yeah. the more authentic yeah. you can be with yourself, the more comfortable you are with yourself, people are going to notice that. Um, and I think it'll, yeah. it translates to your professional relationships as well as personal. Absolutely. And uh, as a leader, as a coach, it's the authenticity, it's the rapport that you're going to build with people. Uh, that is very important. And people will, you know, instantly have a connect with you when you are completely authentic. You know? yeah. It's then they simply uh, just connect with you. And they, you know, you are, you, they talk to you as though you are long lost friends. So that's the kind of trust and credibility you build uh, when you're authentic. And I think that yeah. matters. Yeah. The other thing, thing that also the couple of things that do matter in this whole process is one, I have to be extremely consistent in what I do. So, uh, you know, the three C's, as we call one is clarity. The clarity is uh, the purpose, the focus that I have in developing my personal brand, something that starts with my pillars. Uh, the constancy is that I have to do it every day. So, uh, which means I have to spend time or maybe at the end of the day, I ask myself, have I lived up to my uh, core words or core values? Uh, and the third thing is something which is known as consistency, which is somewhere, which is a challenge thing because I have to do it every day uh, in terms of my communication, in terms of my behavior, in terms of the way I appear in front of people, everything has to be in sync with my personal brand. So mm -hmm. uh, I have to live up to it every day. Now, I cannot say that, okay, I have done it for a week. Now I've got bored, now enough of it. Now I'll do it next month. Or it can be a new year resolution. That That's something that I need to avoid. So um, I, when I'm consistent, that's when I create a consistent image of myself to the world. Mm. And that's how a personal brand is built. I, I like your uh, reminder about New Year resolutions because we are at the end of the year. Um, yes. It sounds like anybody who wants to go, uh, work on their personal brand, maybe they should start now versus wait until the new year, right? Absolutely. And, and there also has to be a list of things that you procrastinate because uh, if they are again uh, you know, going to pay, play a big part in your personal brand, you rather work on that first. So I'll, you know, it's not easy. It's easier said than done. But yes, I do have a list of things that I procrastinate. I have tried to work on them the whole year through except one and which is exercise. So yes, every morning my husband asks me, can we go for a walk? And I have 20 reasons why we shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> but as I, said, <laughs> I don't want to take it to the new year as a resolution. So I'm definitely going to work on it. So cool. I'll hold you to that. <laughs> so it's good to have a list of things that I procrastinate because that's not going to help my cause. Um, and uh, yes, I need to be consistent on it. Definitely. So there's a question, um, I don't want to answer it now, we'll tackle it later, uh, but it's about changing perceptions. So if you're already, um, we all have a brand regardless of whether we have built one or not. That's the kind of, I think the point here too, that about taking control of your story. So we all already have a story that's out there in the world. Um, how do you go about building back, I suppose, or for the first time, the real you that you want to present? Um, yeah. I'm guessing going through these steps helps. Yes, it's, it's a very good question because we all say impressions are created in the first 30 seconds and, you know, uh, to a minute or three minutes. Uh, what happens that a perception is already created, then how do I change it? Yeah, uh, when I have to change it, yes, as all the steps that we did earlier definitely are going to matter. I would suggest one thing, and that's something that I have done personally and I would like to share with you, is that once I knew my... Uh, three words of empathy, integrity, and passion, I translated them into behaviors. I translated into all the activities that would showcase my words. Okay, and I literally went down to every day. So I mapped my routine and I actually 
kind of scripted as to where all i can showcase whether it is sending a mail within 24 hours whether it is greeting people whether it is listening so if i if i say empathy is my value then listening has to be a definite skill then i cannot keep talking and expect the other person to listen right mm. so uh, i went down into those many details and consistently over a period of 2 months worked on it till the perception was changed to what i wanted to the only thing in this is i have to be extremely regular at and relentless in creating that changing the person as in that is what i want the world to know and that is where the perceptions are changed and uh, i would like to add here magda uh, you know appearance matters a lot and we will talk about it maybe later but uh, how i because when i'm creating or when perceptions are being created the first perception that is created is through your appearance the way you come across to people yeah and uh, whether we like it or we don't like it it's and the non verbal part of the communication is very very strong and uh, if i take care of that definitely it helps me create an impression or a perception that i want to create that makes sense um yeah and it's as you're talking i'm just making a list of things that i'm doing wrong <laughs> so it's <is> useful <laughs> for example i've done webinars um with my hair wasn't this nice but you know <laughs> i guess what i'm trying to put in the world is that <laughs> i'm inconsistent i don't know anyway i have some work to do so thank you for that <laughs> uh All right, let's keep going. So just so you guys know, there is a list that we are working through that um Pallavi has put together. So I'm mindful that I want to get through all the different points she wants to address. So um so we talked about procrastinations. Um I think next on your list is vulnerability. And that's scary is, one for a lot of people. Yes, yes. I know because we have uh, most of the times we wear our masks and we want we do not want people to see our vulnerable side but as a leader as a coach as a person who is working on a personal brand i think vulnerability is the biggest asset that you can ever have um it's you know people simply connect to you uh, when you say okay i have failed or you know okay i really don't know something or i need help uh or maybe that i'm in a different completely different cultural setup and i'm new to this place so help mm. me you know so uh bringing out your vulnerable side uh, only enhances your personal brand i think that just creates magic as a person so uh, uh we don't have to wear masks we don't have to pretend we just have to be the way i am you know you are the just the way uh, i want people to see me just very very transparent so uh, when they see me they don't have to think oh there is something a different side to her or she is something different otherwise she portrays uh, something different in front of me no nothing what they see is what i am and i think uh, that that makes a huge difference mm. so yes vulnerability is a value uh uh it's and and i think it plays a lot of role in leadership today mm. um there is a question from the audience uh, if you could yes. explain more about how to come out of limiting beliefs if you want to address it go for it but i feel like that's a whole <laughs> whole session of itself it's like what coaching can <laughs> um help you with i suppose um it's a big but if you want to comment so so quickly we will address the self limiting beliefs is uh, is as i said that uh, anything that has caused you pain so far uh, anything that uh, you know you want to do it but uh, you have uh, a doubt in your head that okay will i be able to do it because somebody has said that you were not good in it i'll give you a classic example um uh, i was initially very good in math but somewhere down the line something went wrong and then the self limiting belief because somebody would have said in my school days oh you're not good in math and then so i started believing it till the time and it affected me big time so that whenever you know even when i had to get into important occasions i would dream about my math paper now it it had so much impact on me uh, such a simple thing which i left long back but still it 
it kind of played on my mind till till the time i sat down i wrote math on a big paper and i cancelled it and i said i have made peace with you and i drew a heart <laughs> around you know that was my way of dealing with math <laughs> now i do joke about it but that's the way i so i make peace with everything that has troubled me so what mm-hmm. are your troubles you know what what is it that is troubling you um so many uh, there are many whom i have found that uh, you know i have met uh, who said that i i am not able to just go and converse with people uh something stops me uh, uh, so there are there are so many people i see who are who can just go about and talk easily and are comfortable who are uh, who can talk about anything and everything under the sun but i am not able to do that so then in you know and then i asked this person what is it that stops you and then he said that oh um i was told never talk never talk to strangers and uh, in my childhood and that's something that plays a big big role whenever i you know see people and who are strangers and i somewhere i kind of stop myself from going and talking so now he had identified what his pain point was and slowly we worked on it and he could actually go and converse and have a small talk with people so so that's the easiest way to do it is write it down uh, you know draw a flower draw a heart make peace with all of it and then uh, that's when you can actually go ahead hmm. so yeah potentially it could be simple but it could be a process as well as with all these things it so it's not uh, you know i say and it's already done it does not happen you got mm. i've got so i took almost about a month to get over my self limiting belief so it was it did not it was not easy yeah well they say that it takes 30 days to build a habit right yes, so yes. if as long as back, go, going back to your 3 c's as long as you're being consistent and doing just, whatever <laughs> it is to to yeah to improve yourself um the new behaviors it takes a while for it to stick yeah simple absolutely. thoughts yes yes yeah interesting yeah uh the other thing magda that really matters is words and then i know that there are coaches and leaders out here so i don't have to really reiterate it but yes words matter so um they matter in creating a personal brand is because uh the the kind of words that i use uh in my vocabulary um it it definitely makes a very positive impact on my persona uh people generally like to be around people who are positive who are assuring um you know who would uh, take up challenges so it's not that i don't acknowledge challenges or i don't acknowledge that i am uh, scared of being in a situation it's just that how do i handle it and uh i think my demeanor my words my persona uh, the the assurance that i give people through my body language all of this matters a lot All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Um sorry, I got a tiny bit distracted because somebody was saying that it now takes 66 days to build a habit. Um oh. wow. Great. <laughs> so <laughs> we're getting worse. Um I'm going to believe that's even less just because otherwise I'll never do it. But um I did want to mention uh another resource for everyone. Um look up Matt Cuts and I'll put in his name in the chat so matt is i'm not sure if he is i think he was um old school googler um who worked on the search algorithm search for ads doesn't matter he was one of the alg- the head honcho algorithm guys and he started doing this thing years ago um i think it's called the 30 day challenge and there's a ted talk about it and he's got a blog post about it where um he tackles in some cases self-limiting beliefs in other cases he tackles um skills that he wants to learn or just things that he wants to try like for example he wanted to try being vegetarian so but uh-huh. but his whole theory was that yeah 30 days um it takes to do whatever it is and he's been really good at documenting it so after every 30 day challenge um he's written about it recorded videos etc and there's some really cool like funny and interesting ones so i highly encourage you to check out um his blog yes. and his TED talk i think it's yes. really relevant in the context of what we're talking about today that there's a lot of things that are possible and they sound scary until you yes. apply those three Cs and just and just you know commit yourself to do it you'll be surprised yes. what you can achieve 
<laughs> absolutely and the first 30 days is the challenge once you are over and above the 30 days it's it just gets imbibed in your system so uh, the other way that i do it is creating an excel sheet and actually writing down all those 30 days all those green ticks that appear give me a lot of happiness <laughs> uh, then i'm there building the habit uh, so that's a, that's the easiest way to do it you and really i do that on. even excel sheets that's amazing <laughs> i really done it uh, it's it's all put up on the refrigerator because it's for people to see and comment oh, and hold i like that yeah hold you accountable <laughs> hold me accountable yes uh, the only thing is i i would suggest is uh, not to try too many things at a time um, so it's maybe one or two things that i start doing uh, complete it in 30 days and then move on to the others because if i see a whole lot of things uh, i may not get motivated to do it so that's my personal okay. thing i i like that um <laughs> i tend to write things down by hand because i feel like when it comes to things like this because then i feel like i'm committing even more when it's pen to yes. paper versus excel sheet um <laughs> But just uh, I'm just mindful of time. Just so you know, we have about 15 minutes left, and like I said at the beginning of this, there's hours and hours we can talk about this topic. This is basically our first conversation, our first overview. So um, we will be back here with Palavi again, um, and we're hopefully going to online course, so all of you can get in depth as to all of these. So um, I I do want you to finish kind of you know talking about the other aspects of personal branding you think are important. But um, yeah, I wanted to focus on, on one that I think is really timely, uh, in addition to relevant, um, which is social media, and yes. it's something that's um, you know it's easy to think about social media as part of brands companies, um, yeah. but a lot of times I feel like you know you also hear about employers, for example, um, using social media to make hiring decisions, and people are either like, yeah, well. duh because this is who you are versus others are saying well no this is me on social media is different than me in real life and yeah i'm keen to hear about what you think about social media in this context oh uh, as i said in the beginning there is nothing you know which is uh, my personal brand has to be in sync with everything i do so whether it is my professional side whether it is my personal side it's the same me uh as transparent and as authentic that i can be now when it comes to social media we it's a big factor in creating a personal brand because people are there watching you now uh, what impressions people will create about you you do not have a control on them so uh the same situation would be kind of uh perceived by people in different ways now the only thing that i can do is take care of what how i use my social media one and two what is it that i post so um uh you know it's it's recommended that when you're building your personal brand uh you want you're not into too much of social media which means that you could choose any two or three uh social media options now whether you choose linkedin or facebook or instagram but not more than two or three something that you like because um then you are there in a select few you are not all over the place uh, and as we said in the beginning that it has to be subtle and elegant it's not just it, it cannot be jarring to the eye so uh, that's one the second thing is when i post anything on social media let it be a little original which means that i i, I don't have to uh, be a good writer i just have to uh, write from my heart yeah be yourself be yourself so when i write from my heart uh, you know it it will always come correct uh, whether it is posting a picture whether it is forwarding uh, a good post there there are a few lines that i need to add which are my own own thoughts and i think that matters the other thing that matters is i need to uh, be a balanced person so i it, it's not really advisable that i am uh, on some extreme uh, when i take a balanced view i know that uh, you know i am respecting people around me so uh, you know the one thing that uh, the personal brand is based on is respect respect first to myself as a person and second is the respect to my audience because audience matters especially when i am creating a perception especially when i am creating an impression it's the audience that matters so 
when I'm using social media, I have to be aware that uh, I cannot say uh, it, you know, that's different. And I, it's, it's just me and my personal thing. No, when I'm posting something online, it's there for people to view it and create an impression. Yeah. So what impression I want So anything I always love to refer to this is that um, when I have done my pillars, uh, when I have done my hobbies, uh, when I have done my say go to skills, uh, my hobbies can become a part of my social media big time. So uh, if I'm in, if I'm engaged in a cause, say I help students or I am associated with old age homes, that becomes a cause that I reflect on my social media, and that is how it is reflected in my personal brand. So people know that you know she is a person who is venturing for a cause, or she is a person who follows her hobbies, or she is a cool person who is you know. Uh, taking life one day at a time and enjoying it to the fullest. Now, what do I want my story to be told is something that I will decide beforehand before posting on social media. Well, I argue also that it's it, this could, there could be a nice check um, after this webinar where you can go on your social media and see, yeah. maybe do the values exercise, uh, but you can see like what, what are you reflecting in social media. So. I do this, I should do this for my others, but I, I do this on Instagram a lot. Um, I love pictures, yeah. I love animals. Um, there's very specific things I love and I'm not shy about sharing them, but I actually, every now and then I go to my Instagram and I click on my own profile because you can see all of my pictures next to each other. And I kind of go, first of all, A, is this reflecting what I want to reflect? Um, and what's also interesting is when I see changes, um, yeah. let's say like right now things are a bit more brown and a bit more gray a because it's winter um, in Chicago and B because when it's winter yeah. like I, I get sadder um, it is what it is and it's it's interesting how I can actually see that in what kind of things I'm posting so I think it's Absolutely. I can do the same thing on my Twitter I can do the same thing on the comments I'm yeah. seeing on Facebook etc and see if Absolutely. it's lining up to what I want to put out in the world yeah. Correct, correct. And uh, the other checkpoint is obviously our closest stakeholders. Uh, so it's a good idea to have our innermost circle of stakeholders, someone who you are very close to, whom you trust, who will show you a mirror. Uh, now they are good because uh, you can actually go and ask them, so how, uh, what do you think about me in terms of being a person, being a friend? being a leader and uh, you know it's it's good in a while to engage our immediate stakeholders because then they keep updating you on what kind of personal brand you're living and that helps mm. that's scary though too but then it goes back to your um, other point about vulnerability right you have to be vulnerable in order to be yes. able to do any of this yes Yes, yes. Yeah. So it, it just helps in sharpening our brand because uh, yes, knowing one, knowing yourself is the first part. Uh, doing every little thing possible in terms of uh, living up to the brand is the second thing. But promising yourself that the brand is going to be for you know as a as a continuous process is the third part, and that's where the stakeholders uh, will play a major role. That makes sense. Scary, but makes sense. Um, I'm just mindful of time. We've got about five, five to ten minutes left if we can go over a tiny bit. So um, if there are any specific questions, uh, please post them in the chat. Um, but yeah, Pallavi, uh, is there anything else that you want to share um, to wrap things up? Oh, yeah. Um, so as we said in the beginning, uh, one, let's be true to ourselves. That's the first thing. Uh, uh, it's it's a good thing to follow a personal strategy for yourself. Invest time in the way I want to build up my personal brand. Um, invest in relationships, yes, because uh, that's how uh, you know you get your circle and uh, uh, circle of people around you uh, where you can connect freely. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, we also need gratitude. Uh, we, because we are in a season where it's a season of gratitude, joy, happiness, investing in relationships. But let's start with ourselves first. Mm. Uh, where we do all of this and let's remember that there are little things every day that we, we do in terms of our behavior, in terms of our, um, you know, 
the activities in terms of appearance every little thing that i do is going to build my personal brand and let's remember that it's it's professional and personal both that's now that's where i am going to be seen how i behave with everyone uh, how transparent i am uh, how authentic i am uh, and how much do i enjoy myself first so that i enjoy my personal brand as well makes a lot of difference yeah so i think um an exercise we can all do after this a we can yes. check our social media to see how we are showing yes. up um yes. b we can start appreciating ourselves in front of the mirror i think that's a very easy one um yes. and uh i will i will share the different points that uh, pallavi has gone through today on our blog so um sorry that we got cut short in time because technical difficulties in the beginning but i'll put that on our blog so everyone can see those and we'll keep expanding on this because it's already useful. Um, yeah. Pallavi, is there anything else that people can do right after this webinar in addition to what I said? Oh, right after the webinar, I think, uh, you know, they can just spend time with themselves, knowing themselves. So let's find our value words, let's find our pillars, and let's start working on the personal brand right away. I like it. Yeah. Great. And maybe everyone can hop on the forum that we have, forum.coacharya.com, um, and maybe yeah. share your pillars if you're comfortable with that. Um, oh, I'm definitely looking forward to doing these exercises because I, yeah, it's important, but also I think it's a nice exercise in, in, yeah, in, in learning, am yes. I really who I think I am? Or should no, I, I know who I am, but yes. do others perceive me the same way that I want to be perceived? Yeah, and the, the advantage of posting the pillar words out in the open is people who know you uh, will tell you that yes, you really live by those words or no, you know what, this is not the word, this is the word that probably you live by and maybe I'm not aware of and I, you know, yeah. people are giving the feedback. So it really helps to put them out in the public. Yeah, I like that. Cool. Thank you so much. Thank you so um, much. This was really great. I'm looking forward to having you back here for many more yeah. sessions um, <laughs> with better internet. <laughs> yes, with better internet, I promise. <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure on my side too. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much, Pallavi. It was lovely to, to see you. So and everyone, um, so Pallavi's company is Harmony Consultants. Um, I will again put it on a blog. So if you want to get in touch with her, um, she does work obviously with individuals, but also with um with teams with groups with corporates um we were just chatting about a program that she does with new college graduates so that um young people coming to university have an easier time transitioning into the workforce so there's a lot of really interesting work that she does so i'll put this all on our blog um if someone's asking what are the next steps post this um keep an eye on your email um, Pallavi and I will connect and we're going to most likely record more videos, uh, just one-on-one -on -one short ones to yes. guide you through the various steps on developing a personal brand. And we'll put together some exercises that you can do because this is a really, really big topic and we've only skimmed the surface today. So, uh, please, yeah, look out in your email from Kocharya and from me, Magda, hi. Um, and you will get some valuable insights from us very soon. Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much.